Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sexy in the Suburbs, the podcast about love, dating, relationships, lifestyle, and all the juicy happenings going on in our neighborhoods. I'm your host, Laura Lombardo. I'm a divorced mom, life coach, former dancer for the NBA's Golden State Warriors, and now an aspiring author. Well, hey, lovelies. I just wanted to add this little prologue in here. Full disclosure, today's episode was actually recorded right before I knew I would be listing my own home for sale. So I have actually been going through the staging process and will be starting the designing process when I get to my next home. So I thought it was timely to release it now. And just so you know, I'll be back next week with another more raw, more unfiltered, and definitely a little bit more unhinged episode of Sexy in the Suburbs. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is that of design. And by design, I mean staging, organizing, and the hottest design trends. So everything related to making your home useful and beautiful. We're going to talk about all that today while we're keeping it sexy in the suburbs. So I mentioned that I used to work in design. I was trained by a friend of mine. I helped her out with her interior design business and staging. That's where I learned most of the tricks. And then I branched off into my own, started with organizing, but then it became a design slash staging business as well. Did I just say slash? So I was, you know, I did consults on remodels. I did a lot of organizing pantries, closets, bedrooms, a lot of helping people purge and staging. So I used to have a pretty large garage for a car and I would keep a lot of items and things in my garage. So that worked out. But when I moved, I lost a big garage and it just didn't become feasible anymore. And then with COVID hitting, I just decided to take a left turn. And long story short, I still have a passion for design. I think I have a natural eye for things and I love to help my friends and I'd love to study it and Anytime I can refresh my place, kind of an obsession, I do it at least once a year with new accessories, and we'll talk about all that, where to get the hottest finds, and I also am now working for a builder, so that's been fun because all other life, I have a real estate license, but I've worked in model homes and done some resale, and throughout different builders, I've learned a lot from designers and looking at all the trends, watching the buyers. It's fascinating. Let's start with organizing because before you can do anything, if you were going to sell your home, you still have to clear it out. And organizing is so important because it's really great to know that everything in your home has a place. You can find things. You keep only what you need. I prefer a more minimalistic design aesthetic. I don't tend to keep a lot of things around not a lot of tchotchkes and kind of think a lot of that is clutter. Personally, I know people get really attached to their objects, but Organizing, no matter what you've got, if you've got a lot of stuff or a little, it's important to have it well thought out and in places it's easy to find, like is grouped with like, just so you can understand it. These are my tips and how I like to roll. So I think every room can have a rhythm to it. And I always start with the kitchen because that is where I live a lot of my life, love cooking. And I have right now a pantry that's got a lot of shelving. I use these stacking shelves. I've used them in every home I've had, but these little, they can be wire. You can get them at a container store. I've gotten some at Walmart. They just double your space. 
So I use them for my dishes and my cupboards. Basically, you can, like I said, double your space. You put them in. You can stack your dishes on top and underneath. And in the pantry, they work wonders. I can do my spices. It really does help keep your items so you can see them. And I'm a huge fan of baskets. Everything has to be the same color. For me, it's an aesthetic thing. Again, it's it's visually pleasing if it's all white. Some people like gray. Some people like the natural weave. Get what makes you happy. Something that you would like to look at that's easy to organize your food. You have trays for the drawers. Everything's got compartments. I love, love, love the Container Store, Target, and Walmart. They have great items for drawers, cabinets, all of that. And pretty affordable. You don't have to break the bank to have some organization. Also, closets must do. I love to have a built-in organizing system. Personally, I use Closet Doctor. Similar, it's akin to California closets, but not as expensive. I'm definitely a wise shopper when it comes to home projects, and they've always done a beautiful job. You can buy organizing systems through IKEA or Lowe's does it. If you can have someone else install one for you, it does help. Otherwise, you can still make the most of your space. But first things first, let's circle back. First things first, you have to purge. And it really works to go through everything and pull out a pile for donating, a pile for tossing, and a pile for keep. And then I love to organize everything all by color, by category. Hangers have to match. It just is so nice to open your closet and be able to see your items, know what you're going to wear to work, not 20 minutes hunting for your favorite jacket or a pair of jeans you used to wear that you know still fit you, but they're buried in the bottom somewhere. So Again, sometimes if you have a limited amount of space, it can help to use pegs or hanging hooks. I am a big fan of those. Right now I have a smaller closet than I'm used to and I have an over the door hanger, which stores my scarves and I hang my bags. You can put gloves. I have jewelry hooks on the back. Uh, the no slip hangers, that's that's what I was trying to say. I love the no slip hangers. So those are worth investing in. You can also get those on Amazon. So that is a must, the closet. Because you know, ladies, we need to see those items. And a lot of our clothing items, our shoes and things can be like our bags, work of art. And to make it visually pleasing so it's set up if you want to, you know, paint the inside of your closet or hang art or install nice lighting, make sure you can see everything. I know sometimes you rent a space or you have lighting already pre-installed, but if there's any way to hook up a few extra lights, bonus. Okay, so bathroom There's so many cool products on Amazon I found to compartmentalize makeup or little plastic containers. They're um, Lucite. I have this one favorite thing right now. It actually spins and it holds all my makeup brushes and my eyeshadows and lipsticks and it's right on my countertop, but it's actually pretty to look at and it looks very neat. You know, I'm not always a fan of having everything out on your counters, but sometimes when you have limited space, it's a must. You have to do it. You have to make the best of what you have and you can always make it look attractive and appealing. And that goes a long way. So also caddies for the bathroom. So they hang on the back of the door and I store like shampoo or hairspray. They have them on Amazon. And it's just a great idea to have a couple of those around. You also will increase your amount of storage space, but start with purging there as well. Look through your products, throw out anything that's expired, old, that you don't use anymore. Maybe you've got three of the same lotions. Maybe give a couple away. It just feels so good to have a space where you know how to get ready in the morning quickly and you can find what you need. And I know you probably all heard of this book a while ago. It was kind of the fad. It's a great book. Still Marie Kondo's The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. 
it's addicting. Once you start with one space, you'd be surprised. It kind of one bleeds into the next and pretty soon you're doing your whole house. But start with one space at a time, even if it's just a drawer, if it's your kitchen pantry shelf, just one shelf, just start there and take it one step at a time and make it easier for yourself. So to wrap this part of the podcast up, yes, organizing, obviously I'm obsessed just a little bit. And yes, this applies to every space, every room in your house, garages, bedrooms, offices, laundry room. Maybe you have a rec room. Every space can be organized. Go with one space at a time and have some fun with it. Play a little music, maybe grab your favorite cocktail, a smoothie, and eventually you'll have worked your way through your whole home and you'll be able to find all your items. Well, that's the goal. You know, I still misplace my keys once in a while and sometimes my glasses are on my head while I'm looking for them, but I'm just saying we're not perfect. Let's hop into the next section of this, which is design. And I'm just gonna go over some of the hot design trends so many choices now. There is a lot going on and beautiful options. Of course, one of the standards remains kitchen countertops. Slabs are preferred over tiles. The most popular countertop for 2022 is currently, it still remains quartz. Marble though, there's also marble. People are still doing slabs of granite. I love me a backsplash with some color in it and some grays and Just they have really intricate designs now that are just beautiful. So many options. But I'm going to talk about a couple things that I've been reading about and that are going on. And number one is warm colors are making a comeback. And I've noticed this while I'm working in the models. They're starting to do still a lot of grays, a lot of whites. But buyers also are preferring, I'd say 50-50, are now wanting, again, some, some of the warmer colors like beige and dark dark brown, deep, rich cabinets. My thing is still gray and white. That is my choice, but there are some beautiful options in those colors. So that is one of the new trends. Nature-inspired hues, that's a big one. So interior is basically bringing the outdoors in. A good friend of mine in San Diego, her style is what she calls earthy eco-modern. And so, you know, the wood, the greens with the plants, but you have the wood, maybe some macrame, just natural surfaces. Again, there are a lot of options, a lot of choices. Think of colors you would find in nature, like greens, beige, whites. Just think comfortable, livable, neutral colors, natural textures and materials, just eco-friendly spaces. Okay, so another trend, bold wallpaper. And Oh my God, I remember hanging wallpaper in my room when I was a kid. It was yellow with pink flowers and it was a nightmare. I remember to try to peel that shit off. It was not easy. The new versions are a lot nicer and there are some beautiful textured wallpapers, pattern, colors. A lot of that is coming back and you can really make a statement with some sexy wallpaper. I've seen some great spaces and in the model homes, that's a big trend. Pretty much at least, it seems like every home had a room with some wallpaper or an accent wall with wallpaper. That is is a hot trend right now. Also, curves are coming back. Curves are replacing straight lines. A lot of that applies to furniture. Monochrome palettes are a big thing right now. So color, black upon black or white kitchen with white cabinets, with white countertops. I've seen that. Although, you know, it's weird because that's a trend, yet also color is making a comeback as well. So maximalism, that's a style where you have lots of layers of bold colors, fabrics. Think art hung salon style. It's interesting to me that there can be such 
differences in the trends, right? You have one that's monochrome palette is the opposite of maximalism. Again, it's it's nice though that we have choices and there are options and whatever suits you, your home should rise up and greet you when you walk in. It should be a place. It's your haven. You want to feel comfortable and loving your space and go for it. Buy what makes you happy. If you like red, decorate with red. If you want black countertops, go for the black countertops. Another thing is don't forget about your ceilings. Statement ceilings are a thing. So I've seen beams, I've seen bold colors, I've seen textures, I've seen wallpapered ceilings. Again, that is part of the design and the ceiling is important. So that's also a trend. Another big trend, I'm going to skip over this, but I'm going to tell you about it, is smart technology. So, you know, the Nest, the Ring, the Sonos, the sound system, the home that locks itself. A lot of that's becoming standard when you buy a new home. I can barely work my Nest at home, my cooling, heating. So, yeah, I'm probably not the person that's going to jump on that train. But, okay, this one I love. I can get on board with this. Meditation rooms. Can we get an RSVP? Yes, because I do love me some meditation time guided preferred because my mind won't stop if I just try to do it without that doesn't matter so that is the current hot design trend a lot of people are putting those apparently into their homes I'm kind of thinking when my oldest goes to college maybe I would turn his room into a yoga room slash meditation slash podcast space I don't know I'm already redecorating it in my head not that I'm anxious for him to get out I mean I'm not saying that but I am implying it so meditation rooms Another dealio, concrete accents. I'm just going to go through a few of these quickly now. Concrete accents, traditional nouveau design. Okay, don't really ask me what that means because I'm not entirely sure. And I didn't look that one up. But also bonus, we have home offices designed for productivity and minimalism. I definitely agree with that. And then wicker furniture making a comeback. So that kind of adds a natural element to the indoors. With that eco-modern earthy. I have always loved a wicker accent or I have a light fixture in my home. This big, huge light fixture. I think it was from West Elm. Wicker, but super cool. I have one lamp that has a wicker base. So yeah, guilty. And that is going to wrap it up for us on design. And next, stay tuned for staging tips. Okay. If you're going to sell your home, I cannot emphasize enough how important staging is, whether it's a hot market or not. And you're going to say, oh, Laura, right now it's a, it, well, it was a seller's market. Okay, let's say it's becoming a buyer's market. But even if it's a hot seller's market, staging will always benefit you because number one, let's say it's a hot market for the seller, seller's market. You will probably get more offers. You might get more than your asking price, and it generally will help your home sell faster. First of all, empty homes do not sell as quickly as staged homes. That is a fact, proven with statistics, okay? And staging, it's just so important. I hate to say this, but don't hate me. Most people don't have a vision. They cannot see past your personal items, your stuff, your style. I even see this in model homes. It's amazing to me that buyers can come in And it's beautifully done, professionally designed and staged and pristine. And maybe they don't like the color of the cabinets or the color of the paint in one of the bedrooms. And I literally have to hear about that. They will talk about the bedroom or this cabinet or it's like, people, come on, you could fix that. It's literally go to Lowe's, get a can of paint, hire someone. 
Some of this stuff is so simple. It's cosmetic. It's the easiest change in the world, but they get stuck on something and they cannot see past it. So staging, keeping it neutral. You want to appeal to the largest number of people. So neutral is best. Save the risky design choices for when it's your own space, when you've bought your new place, when you're not selling. Unfortunately, when you're staging and selling, it's stressful. Save the bold choices. If your goal is to sell your home, once you decide that, it's kind of no longer yours because you have to be prepared for people to come through at any time. You've got to keep it neat. You've got to redesign it a little bit. It's it's temporary. It's something to do to get it on the market quickly and get that money in your pocket. Okay, so let's get back to why, again, staging is important. We know because most people can't see beyond what is in front of them. And they definitely get caught up in past perceptions. So you have to show them with your staging what's possible for the home. And they want to envision their things there, their lifestyle. You want them to walk in and start going, oh, I can put my furniture here. Once they're designing and laying out their furniture, you know you got them. Here we go. Number one, declutter. Declutter, declutter, clean it up. So you want to remove personal items and put away family photos because, again, people don't want to look and envision who else lives there. They want to think about themselves. If you have to get a storage space, store it away. It's worth it. Rent something for a month and move those things out that you are not willing to part with. The family photos, the furniture items, you want to make your rooms look as spacious as possible. So a storage locker would definitely be a benefit. Clean the fuck out of it, okay? It's got to be clean. It's got to be sparkling, and you got to keep it that way, unfortunately. So if you have to hire someone to do it, deep clean it. Minor repairs. You want to take care of all those repairs, those little fix-its, the little holes in the wall, maybe light bulbs that don't work. Do all of that. If there's some trim that needs to be replaced, do all that before someone makes an offer because they could obviously chip that away in their contract and say, oh, we want you to fix all this before we buy it. Neutral paint is best. If you have some rooms that are like really bold, I know you might love, love, love that red accent wall or that yellow guest room, but neutral is best. So grays, earth tones, whites, beiges, it's just best if you can, if it's in your budget or you want to do it yourself to repaint a few things. Look at the room's layout and you want to maximize the space. That might mean that you are going to rearrange furniture. So again, don't have anything backed up to the door. If you're walking into a bedroom, the bed should face the door. Also office, same thing. You want the chair, the desk facing. You don't want a back to the door. And you want to have a good flow. Pull up small area rugs. You want to help the space feel larger. Update your accessories. This is huge. You can do this by a little trip to home goods or update some things. Get a couple new plants, a couple accessories, some art, neutral art again. I hate to say that word again, but neutral is best. Add pops of color with your pillows, your throws, maybe your art, a picture frame, a vase on the counter, a vase, whatever you want to say. Add pops of color there, but keep the majority of it neutral. Definitely don't forget about the outside. You want to stage the outside as well. Curb appeal matters. So even your backyard, you want to clean it up. Make sure there aren't a bunch of dead plants around. You just want to go over it with fresh eyes and look at it. If you were buying the space, what would you look for? Get rid of weeds. Mow the lawn. Make sure plants are fresh. You have new bark. You might have to spend a little money on that, but it will pay off. Plants and flowers. Bring a few of those inside. Real plants, real flowers. It just warms up your space. It makes it feel homey. It adds great energy. You also want to maintain all that, of course, until the home is sold. 
When someone's coming to look at it, you want the lights on, curtains open, lots of natural light. Make it look as light as possible. Pull up your blinds or even remove them. Remove outdated window treatments. Nothing heavy. You don't want to hide that beautiful sunshine and natural light. I know it's hard to live that way and keep everything perfect. Just know it's going to pay off. So those are my tips on staging. Well, that was a lot of fun to talk about and share that info with you all. Hope you found it helpful. And I just wanted to remind everyone, if you want to keep in touch with me, please go to my website at lauralombardo.com and you can reach out to me there. Also, make sure to stay tuned for the next episode. And thank you so much. Hope you have a sexy week, everyone. And until then, keep it cute and enjoy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sexy in the Suburbs. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Laura Lombardo Official. Have a fabulous day, and until next time, keep it sexy.